Hey, Nat Chow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Guess what? What? It's my birthday week. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. My birthday's on September, and I have a present for everybody else. Say hi, Becca. Hi. Hello, everyone. Our first (laughs) guest is our dear friend, Becca. Yes. Happy birthday, Nat Chow. And what day is your birthday, Nat? It's on Saturday. It is September 21st. Do you remember? The 21st night. Of September. My friends are singers. I don't sing though. <laughs> I do karaoke sometimes, but I'm I'm not a singer singer. Um what? But we're changing the game up. Yes. One movie. We're watching a movie this week instead of Game of Thrones. We're taking a quick birthday break. Yay. So I chose a movie that Sophie has seen, but I haven't seen, but I just need have needed to see it. You needed to watch this movie. This is 2004 Kung Fu Hustle. Ah, I I'm love so movie. happy that I've finally seen it. I love this movie. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so the dealio with this episode is that I'm the one that took the notes because I haven't seen it. Sophie hasn't taken notes. Neither has Becca. So they're going to just help me react because they already obviously know what's happening. I kind of know what's happening, but I was like sort of paying attention when I watched it and uh, it was good. She'll, Becca will be chiming in and out when she feels necessary. <laughs> yep. So what I knew about this movie beforehand was that it was a comedy and that Asians were in it. That's it? That's all I knew about this movie. Didn't know martial arts? Nothing? No, I mean, like, no, actually. I actually didn't even know that it was like a Chinese Chinese movie. I thought it was like an American made movie. Oh, I definitely thought that at first, too, when I first watched it. Nope, it's, yep, it's nope. Chinese, and it's in Cantonese, which is yeah. what my family speaks. So I understood um, two whole phrases. Yeah, because there was like um, one time, because we have a friend named Ashley who has taught me a few Cantonese phrases, and there's one time I was watching this movie post-college, and I was like, oh, I recognize the word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have to say, I didn't hear any ayahs. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but that's like the most typical. Um, anyway, so the actual synopsis that Netflix gives is that Sing, a mobster in the 1940s China, longs to be as cool as the formerly classic Axe Gang, a band of killers who rule Hong Kong but can only pretend. I wouldn't say he's a mobster. I'd say he's a wannabe. Netflix called him a mobster. Netflix? I don't know what to tell you. You didn't even watch the movie Netflix. No, Get it didn't. together. <laughs> So the next thing I noticed was that the director is also the star of the film, and I always respect that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so good for him. (laughs) Um, And now the opening sequence is we're following a butterfly through like the title sequence, but I thought it was the beginning of the movie, so I got got played. And I thought it was going to be like more significant than it was. Like I thought the butterfly, like I thought the camera would follow the butterfly into the opening scene, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, because in American movies, the first five minutes are super important. Yeah, but nope. Not for China. <laughs> Love my people. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the opening scene itself is that we're in Inspector Chan's office and everybody is like frozen except for the sounds of somebody getting beat up. So the camera, in a very cool way, like steady cam, almost D, like floaty, mm-hmm. like it goes through this office until it finds the person who's getting beat up. And then it lands on a sign that says super crime fighters. And then a police officer gets thrown into it. And I'm like, what is this movie about? (laughs) They're super bad at fighting crime. (laughs) So then some guy in cowboy boots comes out and he is not happy that his wife has been arrested because she got arrested for spitting on the street, I think. Yeah. So he's the gang boss in his cowboy boots. They leave the police station and it's deserted outside. It's like suspiciously empty. Yeah. And then hundreds like the cops all start closing their their uh, windows and like locking the doors and everything. And you're like, what's they happening? Know what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Hundreds of guys in suits pop up. <laughs> I sort of remember this part. I felt so bad for the girl. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> she's like, don't hurt me. It was yeah, very okay. what I what I saw them like approaching. I felt like it's so like Jets versus Sharks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they were gonna start singing at each other. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely has that that uh, that vibe, that rivalry kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. But so the people in the suits are the Axe Gangsters. Mm-hmm. Don't know who the guy in the cowboy boots is at this point. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't remember what he said. Their people are called. Did you notice how everybody in this movie had such horrible teeth? Yeah, oh yeah, like, great makeup. 
but it just physically hurt me to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely needed a dentist there. On yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then a very low-key but high-key fight breaks out. So some guy throws an axe at the cowboy boots guy. Yeah. And slices his foot clean off. Clean. But there's no blood. And it's a clean throw. Like he dove. Yeah. And he launches it and it, it gets, does like a cool spin yeah. move. It's one of those like superhero like, yeah. like baseball moves that people are like so like, oh my God, that's my guy. Yeah. But he's like a villain. So you're yeah. like, ah. Oh. Uh, but they're all villains. So you're <laughs> like, are. yeah. And yeah, I you made, think about it. Yeah. I made a point on like, where's the pool of blood? Like there's, yeah, it was there's clean. It was and like a lightsaber axe. <laughs> Maybe a drop. <laughs> yeah. Just nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No, they're like, the camera's so far away, nobody will notice. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. The ground absorbs it. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it, blood is different in China. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut to this like montage of the Axe Gang and they're in their like HQ and they're dancing because yeah. they just have a dance floor in their office and yeah. it's intercut with scenes of, of photos from their crimes of people with like axes yeah. stuck you, in their bodies. You missed up on your choreography, you get axed. Axed. <laughs> you cut. You're done. <laughs> Amazing. I just, I still I like I don't yeah, I didn't understand what was happening at this point. Yeah, no, the the intro this movie takes a while to build up. It's yeah, it very does. slow and you're like what is happening and then when it picks up you're like okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so then there's a title card now that it says essentially that the times of social unrest uh had a lot of gangs running around. The Axe Gang was the most feared and the only place that were like peaceful were the poorest towns because the gangs didn't want to be there. Yeah, they don't care. Which means we cut right to Pigsty Alley, which Yay. I'm assuming is a poor town because they all seem happy. Yeah. So <laughs> They're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so we follow this landlord around town. At first he gets breakfast. <laughs> and then he just, he like looks like a drunk. Yeah. So he's getting breakfast. And then he goes over to um, like a tailor. And he's being very inappropriate with one of the ladies there. He's yes. doing one of those things like he tricks her into kissing him. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> she's am I going to have an issue with him? And she's such an yep. airhead. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh. like, oh, landlord. And then runs away. And the way she <laughs> runs is just so ridiculous because she's like flailing her yeah. arms around. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like very campy. Yeah. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so then the camera stops on some guy washing his hair on the town faucet because I forgot that that was a thing mm -hmm. that like you just share like plumbing. So then he's about like he's shampooing his hair and then the water cuts off and he's like, well, that's my shower and his butt's hanging out of his pants. <laughs> so he calls to the landlady. That's his quirk. Doesn't pull up his pants ever. No, his in pants. In the entire movie. <laughs> the entire movie, his pants are like half down. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> And like no shame too, so more power to you. Yeah, he's just he just goes about his day, just you know doing whatever, minding his own business, cool as a cucumber, yeah. ass hanging out. Like <laughs> that's why he's so cool. Yeah, you know, really. <laughs> but so he calls to the landlady, and she she's just like immediately lays down the law. Like, you know who she is. Yeah. So she runs downstairs and she's like, oh, you guys aren't paying your rent. That's why there's no water. You're not paying none of this. You're not paying none of that. So no water for you until you pay your rent. She also mm -hmm. runs down the stairs like the so flash. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> she just shows up downstairs. It's so funny. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just the camera just pans really quick and you just hear. Yeah, that's what I was going to say later on because I didn't really pick up until later on, like how funny this movie was. It's yeah. so how, funny. How like smart they are with the humor and like the the in-camera or the use of the camera to add to the humor and like the mm -hmm. sound effects and stuff. We'll get there later. It's smart. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I'm scared of her. <laughs> oh, for sure. I would not live in that town. No. <laughs> and then she yells at the landlord for taking so long to get breakfast to her. <laughs> <laughs> so after she tells everybody off, she has one more guy to tell off, which is yeah. her man's. Yeah. And then he like makes up some BS about how like something was happening. And she's like, she just smacks him and he like flies across town. He smacks the crap yeah. out of him. And I'm crying. He flips. Like, smacks him off his feet. And it's one of those like he, like that's their relationship. Like that always happens. Imagine being able to hit someone that hard. I wish. Make him flip up in the air and just like bam, down they go. And nothing ever hurt him. Nothing. No. He was fine. Like he was okay. She just smacked him and he was like, all right, I'm going to go, uh, do whatever now. It was one of the, like, yeah. You know when you watch a cartoon and it's like like they smack you and you like fly to like Antarctica? It was like that, but just like real action. You know? <laughs> so now we're at the outskirts of town. The gang boss and a lackey show up, who I realized later isn't the actual gang boss, but who I thought was the gang boss at first. Mm -hmm. They show up to get their hair cut from the guy who doesn't pull his pants up. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and he still has shampoo in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate the continuity. <laughs> but um, he gets the haircut, and then it's apparently too nice of a haircut. So the lackey, who his name is Singh, didn't know that until I read the synopsis of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Singh is like, bro, this is too nice of a haircut. Like, we're gang members. We need to have bad haircuts. So I need you to pay me for this good haircut. <laughs> and he's like, no. No. <laughs> absolutely not. No. And then he starts trying to, like, start stuff. And and the haircutter's like, no. No, don't play with me. But then the entire town shows up to defend him. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the kind of energy I want to be around. And the boss falls asleep in the chair. Yeah, he falls right asleep. And he's like, uh. I need to back up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so then that like this really funny bit happens outside the salon where he's like trying to pick fights with people. And yes. he's like, he picks a lady and she's like, oh, you're just, he's like, you're just a farmer. Like, come over here. And she punches him so, so hard. hard. He starts spitting out blood <laughs> and he's like, you, you can go back. You can go back. Yeah. And he's like, what about you? Uh, you shrimp. And this dude stands up and he's like eight feet tall. And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not, not, you, <laughs> not, not you, not you. The other guy next to you. And he's like, what about you four eyes? And then he, <laughs> He comes forward and he's like jacked out. Yes. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's and like, he tries to get a little kid, guy. right? Next. Yeah, like he the picks kid that looks like he's seven he's years old. Yeah. And he comes forward and he's jacked just like <laughs> the dude before him. It's like, what? Choose your battles wisely, but everybody. Then, <laughs> then the hairdresser comes back down with the landlady. So now you're like, oh no, he's going to die. He tattled <laughs> in so the hard. time. <laughs> whole time <laughs> but he's smart about when you tattle you know yeah for real like i would i would play that card only when i needed it yeah and right now you need it <laughs> so she comes down and she's ready to throw down and then she takes her slipper off like chonkla style yeah and she just she's whacks him with it <laughs> she's like i don't care <laughs> so then so then sing calls her back up which i think they just like shoot fireworks in the sky and, and other axe guys show up because they're all just i guess available that was that, that call right yeah that was their thing they did it in the beginning of yeah. the movie but he just had like a little firecracker right so <laughs> this whole part is just circumstantial he just yeah. happens to throw a, a firecracker as a gang member is walking by and it pops on the dude's hat and rude and he happens to be an axe gang member so now the axe gang is involved this because guy is so lucky because Singh happened to throw a firecracker yeah. because yeah <laughs> stupid but also side note back to the landlady um, my thought at this moment was is she always going to be in a nightgown and her oh, rollers for sure that's that's how she lives her nine to five right <laughs> that's her that's her yes. norm yeah yes, yes. I mean the landlord was out and about in his like silk jammies that's true <laughs> I noticed that and I was like I made a comment I said um. He's still in his pajamas shopping. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm trying to be. He's just out and about. Yes. That's what I want. Lounging around forever and ever, no matter what. <laughs> so this is the part where I noticed it was, this is old school funny is how I described it because I don't know what the exact style it is, but just how they use like, they're heavy on the sound effects and they use all the camera movements to elevate the humor and then like the X gang, like they get in her face. But then the way that she makes them like super speed run away is just like, like the like the road runner kind of like yes. the, those legs work. Meet me. Yeah. It's like that. Like they just made comic like cartoon like real life. Yeah. And that's why it works. Cuz the gang starts walking over and it's like a sunny sky and then there's just dark clouds over them just and come she with is them, yeah. like oh no and books it. Yeah. <laughs> so then the hairdresser tries to stand up to the new axe boss and then the camera whip pans to a bunch of the axe guys. And they're, uh, they kind of just end up yards away with a broken and broken, like all themselves are broken up in the barrel. And that's, that's the same thing with just like the humor. I don't even know what he did. I took bad notes, Um, but it was just so funny. Whatever happened. So whichever leader was right there, he tried to, um, attack the the hairdresser and he just did something real quick and he ends up in a barrel, like his back is broken and like he's like folded in half. Mm. So he's like, did anyone see what happened? And they're like, no, it was too fast. <laughs> but it's like literally all we had was like a sound effect, black yeah. cut, and he's in a barrel. Yeah, that's why I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what happened. It was so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, call for backup. And then they do their firework. Yes. Okay. Which has the axe sign. Yeah. Axe oh. symbol. What color was it? Do we remember? That. It was a purple? I don't Blue? even know. Probably. I didn't even notice I, that it was a, the it shape was, of an axe. Yeah. It like, it like 
blew up like a firework and then all of a sudden turned into, and it was a color. I think it was blue or purple or something. Yeah. It was pretty. Super pretty. Yeah. I'll spend time watching this movie again. <laughs> but then so like a million of these Abraham Lincoln fools show up. Yes. Because they all, they're in suits, they're in top hats. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Becca also pointed that out. Yep, I did. Oh, yes, I was like, oh, we got an Abe Lincoln. I made a tweet about it. <laughs> I don't know. Follow back on Twitter. What's your, what's your Twitter? <laughs> oh, um, let me pull it up. One moment. Oh, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> In the meantime, yeah. these guys show up and now there's just like a million of them and they're all bullying everybody. So now the town is kind of like on lock. Yes. And then they douse this mom and her son in gasoline and they like threaten to light her on fire unless the person who started this steps forward. So then um, this buff guy steps up and he's like, it was me. And then sick Kung Fu sequence initiated. Yeah. So the sick Kung Fu sequence happens, like Nat says. And then two other guys join in the fight too, because this one dude can't handle all these guys. He can't. So then it turns out that it ends up being these three dudes. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's this random guy, the tailor, and then the no, guy who cooks the breakfast. The the first guy, do you remember the guy who was carrying the bags of rice in the beginning and he oh, kicks yeah, the one bag yeah, yeah, of rice yeah. on top? That's who that first that guy makes is. Sense. So and then the tailor ends up putting his like tailor rings or I don't know what they were, the clothing rings yeah. around his arms. And then the other guy was the guy who made the donuts. Yeah. So the three guys are whatever kung fu masters or something. Yeah, they each they're each like if you think about like avatar they're each their own bender yes like they each have their own superpower so their names are they just go by Cooley, taylor and donut oh yeah i didn't even pick that up because <laughs> they just call taylor taylor and you're like oh it's his job you just gloss over it it's just very like, creative okay yeah <laughs> but my favorite thing about these fight scenes is that i don't know if it's just this movie or like all old-timey chinese movies but like no matter what the impact is during a fight sequence it's the same sound effect so yes. whether i'm punching you kicking you throwing something at you it's the same Yes, I love that sound. And then like it makes like a gust of wind and like it's always like some there's always some slow-mo effect, a mm-hmm. gust of wind, the sound. And the sound effects are always the same level too. So no yeah. matter if you're close to the camera, far away from the camera, it's the same exact thing. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> so then the axe guys, they bring guns out, but not before the other um, kung fu guys. They just they get start smacking them with their poles. Yeah. They just, just like, come nope, in. not today, baby. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> Amazing. But like the other thing that I liked a lot, I feel like, I mean, obviously these Kung Fu masters like know what they're about, but it, the way that they were introduced, it looked like they were realizing how to use what was around them. Yeah. So I was like, we love the resourcefulness here. <laughs> so smart. Yeah. Cause they probably haven't fought in like forever. Yeah. They, <laughs> they've all been retired. These are all their second jobs. Yeah. They're like, oh, come on. <laughs> so now we're back in the city with the Axe Gang. Yeah, so... We meet the leader, whose name is Brother Sum. Yes. Which is my sister's Chinese name. Oh, oh fun. So, uh, yeah, Sum means fun. heart. Aw. Yeah, mine is Ping, means peace. Don't call me that. I'm not going to respond to it. No. Because I'm not used to it. I wasn't planning on it. No, I'm just saying <laughs> for the other listeners, because people... I've had so many times throughout life, people are like, oh my God, can I call you your Chinese name? And I'm like, you can, but I'm not going to answer you. Yeah. Like, I respond to Natalie. I don't respond to Ping. So when you watched Mulan... <laughs> And she went by Ping. Did you lose it? I was oh, so empowered. Yeah. I think at the in, at first I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like I didn't connect that it was the same name. And then recently I'm like, I'm Mulan. That's me. <laughs> Mulan is also my very favorite movie. Yes, it is. But that's besides the point. It's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, it Live is. action. On my sister's birthday. Oh, yeah. I'm going yeah. on your sister's birthday. <laughs> so am I. We're all going. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, back to Brother Sum. The two fools who started the trouble in Pigsty, Sing and um, what's Bone. the other guy? The other guy's name is Bone, but we never really find out. <laughs> but it, we never find out anyone's name really no, in this movie. No and is the landlord lady landlord lady? I've called them landlady and landlord. Oh, that's I just heard. how I refer to them. I think okay. they just call landlord yeah, landlord. I'm looking at quotes right now, and it says landlady. <laughs> that's what she's known as. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Taylor is Taylor. Yeah, you're I right. guess not everyone has your a name. Your name is your job. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, but so, anyway, so Brother Sum in the town, the two fools who started the trouble in Pixar are chained up by their wrists and they're about to get like axe murdered. Like they're going to like axed. Yeah, they're going to get, get chopped. <laughs> How many axe puns can we make today? Oh, not enough. Let's, let's just work on, on trying to throw more in there. Okay. Throw more in there. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that a humor? <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. 
But um, so right as an axe is flying at Sing, he pickpockets or he he picks the lock so that he falls out of the way just in time. Mm-hmm. And then the guys are like, "Oh, you're fast! You can pickpocket! You can you can pick locks! Do it again with the fat guy! Do it again! Do it again, Griffin! <laughs> uh, that's from Family Guy." Um, but they like they challenge him to to pick what's the fat guy's name again? Bone. Bone. I don't know why I can't remember names when you tell me, them to me immediately. I forget them. It's okay. Um, but so they tell him to pick Bone's lock, and he's like, "But what?" Right now? So he does that again just as fast. So now they're like kind of giving him a sec, uh, not a second chance, but like a first chance to like join the gang. Yeah. Because they have like one mission for him. <laughs> you have one job. Yeah. <laughs> Don't up it up. He will though. Yeah. Of course. Because <laughs> he's just a hooligan. Yeah. Oh, he's a mess. Man. So essentially, Singh and Bone are not part of the Axe gang. They act like it, acted like it when they were in Pigsty. Yes. So... The whole rest of the movie is just because Singh's an asshole and threw a firecracker. And didn't want to pay for a 50 cent haircut. Yes. Yeah. So essentially, it's Singh's fault the whole rest of the movie happened. Yes, it is. He started a war. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So go on. Reckless. So now the two of them, Singh and Bone, they walk through town. They're chit-chatting outside of a club about how they'll kill somebody and then join the gang because that's like the requirement to joining the gang. And then we get some backstory from Sing. It's a flashback. You love a good flashback. I love flashbacks. So he wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor, typical. But then when he was like, I don't know, like seven to ten-ish that age, some homeless scam guy comes up to him and offers to sell him a, a little packet for the Buddhist palm King Fu, Kung Fu manual. <laughs> and he's like, it's $10. So Sing goes home and Gets $10, which is like a lot of money back then. Oh, so much. Because if a haircut is 50 cents, $10 <laughs> is like $100. Yeah, it's like 50 haircuts. Ooh. I can't do math. <laughs> it's not 50 haircuts. It's a lot of haircuts, though. A lot, a lot more. <laughs> a lot. Uh, but then so he gives all of his money to this old guy. And then he's practicing the manual. And then he's one day he's like on some field. He sees some girl that's getting bullied by a bunch of older boys. Because she's mute. Because she's mute. So she's different. So they're, they're real jackasses. Yeah. But so they're laughing at her. And then he goes to stand up to them. And he does one of those like kung fu moves, like pushes his hand up against them. And they're like, <laughs> nice try. So then they beat him up. And then they see that he's he has the... Uh, the manual with him and so now they're laughing at him for having the buddhist palm with him and then they pee on him because i guess that's what boys do yeah in old-timey china and that is mean boys are mean they're so I didn't mean like that but now we're out of the flashback yeah and the guys go up to uh this ice cream cart because you know when you're angry at life you go to get ice cream obviously yes. ice cream makes everything relate. better yeah when i'm in a bad mood ice cream it is yeah not for me and my lactose intolerance self. Becca's lactose intolerant oh, and, and plays with the fire. It. I ignore it. Whatever. <laughs> but you then can you just ignore that? I do it for the cream. But then you just go to Froyo or you go to like some place yeah. that has like the non-dairy True. ice cream. Froyo. True. Word. I do yeah. that. Let's do it. Um, but anyway, so they go get ice cream. <laughs> As we and, will after this. <laughs> and the girl, <laughs> the girl who runs the ice cream cart, they have like this eye contact moment. So it's like, that's, that's the mute girl. Yeah. You're you like, that's the mute girl. Yeah. And they have like, I don't know what every Asian drama has like this weird slow-mo stare mm-hmm. off between a man and a woman. And you know like, that they're meant for each other. Yeah. And that it's that moment. <laughs> but Singh is too caught up in being a bad guy that he doesn't notice that this is the mute girl. Mm-hmm. But she notices. Right away. And also that's one of those things like like they had an exchange probably 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. They knew each other for 30 minutes, not even 30, like two minutes. Yeah. And she recognized and she him. she recognized him. That's wild. Later? That's like, crazy. How do you recognize? Because I remember I was working at Starbucks and this guy started working and I was like training him and I'm talking to him and I'm like, oh, like, where do you live? And he's like in Peekskill. And I was like, oh, did you go to Peekskill High School? And he's like, we went to high school together. Yep. What? Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even recognize you. People you don't really notice until they're like, <laughs> you know how you come with back from you. That? And you're like, oh, yeah, remember that picture we took together? I was like, why do you. friends on Facebook. I was like, oh my God, you look so different. I was going to say, that's how you say it. You're like, oh man, bro, you changed. Man, you look good. I was like, you're literally like two feet taller. Like, <laughs> What did you expect me to forget? I know. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> so Whoops. now we're back to pigsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the landlady is yelling at the three guys who defended them because now they're bringing a fight to pigsty. But like they just defended the entire town. Yeah. What are you yelling at them for? <laughs> Douche. 
But she says that now the whole gang is mad at them, so I guess it's fair that she's trying to defend them from the gang coming back, and now they're going to come back because they fought and all that stuff. But Because um, of a firecracker. Because <laughs> of a fire... And a haircut. Sing! <laughs> I hate um, you. But the family, the, the mother and the son who were doused in gasoline, they come to give the guy some food as a thank you, and then they, like, start crying, and I wanted to cry. Yeah. Aww. You're like, Ugh. but then oh, the tailor actually is the only one that starts crying. So then the landlady yells at him for being such a fairy, which is like, is Fae that guy? <laughs> is that a, like a mean gay joke? I mean, they call gay people fairies. Yeah, because then he also like runs away, very like flamboyant and yeah. very like campy. But so like, it's just like a poor in, handling. In the beginning of the movie, the landlord is teasing him. Oh yeah, you're and right. like smacks his butt. You yeah. know, yeah. So from that point, it was kind of like hinted at. And then like she calls him a fairy and you're like, oh, he's the one gay character. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they had to get their diversity quota up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have anyone else. They don't. (laughs) So then the woman from the tailor, the one that the landlord kissed in the the beginning of the movie, she comes in to stand up to everybody or to the landlady for everybody. And she says that the landlady's being harsh and that she'll, you know, she'll back pay the rent if that's what she's worried about. Then the whole town town kind of starts ganging up on the landlady. They're like, yeah, you're being so unfair and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, she's going to smack them all down. Oh, for sure. She's intimidating as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't stand up to her. No. Like, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, nope. okay, I'm sorry. Here, take all my money. Yeah, take yeah, my yeah. money. I'm not here right now. Yeah. But now there's another stupid fun scene because <laughs> as this is happening, the um, Sing and, and Bone come back. And they snuck into some like alleyway on the side <laughs> and they're hiding behind some crates <laughs> and they have knives because they want to kill the landlady for embarrassing them. <laughs> so then Singh tries to throw a knife, but he's so untalented that it, it he throws it too high. So it ricochets off like some kind of wall and it just stabs him in the shoulder. <laughs> and he's just like, huh, well, that's it. So then he tells Bone because Bone has two knives. To, no, you, you get close. You, ha- you get better aim than me. So then he, he throws his arm back to, to wind up and then just, he sticks he sticks thing in the other arm. But then as he pulls it out to throw it again, the blade is stuck in Singh's arm. So he just throws the handle at the landlady. So it just clunks her in the head. <laughs> so now she knows that they're there. And it's such a stupid, funny thing. They're such a mess. Yeah. So then what ha- I forget what happens with the third knife, but somehow it ends up in Singh yeah. again. Oh, he's the only one who gets knifed. Yeah. <laughs> and then now that there's no more weapons left and now the landlady can see them, she's going to go and, you know, beat them up. So then he picks up, so Boom picks up the, the box that's in front of him. It's a cage of snakes. <laughs> so he lifts it over his head and the snakes fall out and land on Sing. Oh my and God. he's just like, homie. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mess. He's such a mess. So then... So it's like, oh no, no, we'll just sing to them and they'll they'll you know they'll go away. And sings like, no, that's dumb. But he's like, no, let me sing to them. And then we get a close up of the snakes and they're cobras. So he tries to hum to them and they both bite him in the mouth. Oh my god. So, Why don't I remember this part? This is when you were tweeting something, baby. Did you find what your Twitter is? Oh yes, I did. And I was tweeting about Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yep. It's my name, but it's Becca Lee. I wrote 40 score in seven years ago. 40 score in seven years ago. Wasn't oh, that I did you? see that tweet. That's because that's what I had Sophie no idea said. what you're talking about <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> that movie. So now the landlady is chasing them away. Mm-hmm. And it's another like cartoon Fast and Furious scene because they're running so fast. <laughs> and they're like weaving in and out. They're like sliding other 18 wheelers. And it's very Looney Tunes. And then I was just like, this movie is wild. It really (laughs) is. What is happening? It is. There was this one part I remember specifically. He like jumps into the air really high and goes to the moon. Yeah. Am I like like No, that happens. Don't remember. I think that happens later on. That's in the end. Okay. Oh, very, very far. You jumped ahead. Like he jumped to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) I must have fallen asleep at some point. I don't know. Ignore me. <laughs> You're fine. We'll get there. When we get there, you can pick it up. Yeah. But uh, so they're running away, crazy, crazy chase scene. And then somehow the landlady crashes into a billboard. So she like, it's the whole, again, with the cartoon, you know, when you crash into something, I think yes. you just slide into, yeah. down the window. <laughs> it's like the sound effects. That happens. So silly. Clothes fly away. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. So now Sing is hiding in a traffic light, like cone thing. That's like kind of their hideout. Yeah. And he's having a very like, 
Spider-Man Hulk moment because his muscles are getting huge and he's like freaking out that all this change is happening because, you know, the spiders just bit him in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's, and not spider, the, the snakes. So is he like snake man now, cobra man? Yeah. So I was waiting for that to happen, but nothing happens from that. No, he just like heals and I guess it's painful, which causes him to like hit oh, the sides of that. Oh, that makes sense now. So like he does have like some sort of power and like, yeah. The hobo in the beginning telling him that he has like great bone structure and he has like such great chi flow or whatever like he's just saying that to sell the manual but, but then he wasn't wrong but like he might not have been wrong yeah. <laughs> like yeah he's scamming a child out of 10 bucks but like you find out later in the movie Singh actually does have some sort of a special ability spoiler alert yeah Ooh. But you're right. I I interpreted that incorrectly. Because again, I mean, you knew what was happening. I didn't understand. I thought he was turning into Snake Man. You're like, what's happening? What is like this? Spider Man moment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're back to Pig Sky. The landlady is praying to a Buddha to tell her what the fate of the three Kung Fu masters should be. And turns out that it's going to be a horrible fate. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. So she's like, get out of here. Yep. Now we cut back to the axe boss and he's meeting with two mysterious guys. They're two musicians. The harpists. Yes. The harpists. Yeah. And they talk about something important, but I missed it. So he is like, we want to hire you to kill the people here. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. We have two people in this town that we want to kill. So you guys are our guys. Do you do that? Yeah. Um, So now we're back to pigsty. The Kung Fu masters say their goodbyes because they've been banished. Mm -hmm. And then they have like a fun little spar moment. And they're like, oh, that's your technique. Oh, I love that technique. Oh, your technique? Wow. Yeah, they're, they're cute. It was it was a fun moment. And then, uh, what the heck? I know. You have this wholesome moment and then immediately ruined. Yeah. Oh, what are we so talking about? The musicians show up. Oh, yep. Um, but they're still in the shadow, so we don't know that they're there yet. Yeah. yeah. But as the um, the first kung fu guy leaves, the one with the rice Cooley. bags. Cooley. As he leaves, like you see in the shadows that things are getting sliced and like dying. Yeah. And then he finally notices and he turns around and he, he sees one of the harpists and then his head just gets sliced off. Yeah, he gets beheaded. Yeah. No time to react. No time. And I hate that he dies like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the honor in that? Yeah. Sneak attack. I was like, wow, they basically sucker punched his head yeah. off. <laughs> so now it's the tailor's turn, mm-hmm. but he's lucky and he has a chance to react yeah. to defend himself. So there's the two harpists. The first guy's outside killing the, uh, the, the um, coolie. The other guy's now in here. Yes. With the tailor. Yeah. So now... And um, he does like this weird... He like does a split and he's sticking on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, ew. <laughs> what are you gripping that with? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> amazing thighs. Yeah, amazing sphincter strength. <laughs> <laughs> That's groin, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Glutes. And he has like these weird like cat claws that he's like... Yeah, his fingernails are just really long and really short. He's a good manicure, I think. Yeah, for reals. (laughs) Uh, But they move outside. So actually, the other thing, too, is that like what you're saying with the tailor, he fights with the um, The the hanger rings on his wrist, very Mm -hmm. like Wonder Mm Woman-y. And they like do a pretty good job at defending him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like the sound they make the when like ping, ping, when he hit like gets hit, mm-hmm. it's like rattles like bangles. Oh yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. on both arms, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like huge bangles. I have to <laughs> comment on the fact of how he got them on him because I forget how they ended up, but they weren't there and then all of a sudden they're in the air and then they like land yeah. on his like arms. Fault, like, yeah. yeah. So they're on his like clothing poles. So he like brings the pole down and puts his hands out. Oh, so yeah. they like fall Come onto his hands. Yeah. They're like hit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's like one of those, you know, when you like have your first career all done and you're like, I'm still going to have a few little like things just in case yeah. anything yeah. happens. So those are his like just in cases, but like his practical just in cases. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Is there a dog? There's a dog next door, I, I think. That. Wow. But can we pet notice, him after this? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Not only are we getting Froyo people, but we're going to pet a dog. This is a good day. This is a really good Happy day. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. And I had Captain Crunch this morning. <laughs> I'm excited. Greeting Nat on her birthday. In me. Yay. Uh, so now they, they bring their fight outside so that the two mystery guys are together. Yeah. And it turns bad out move. that, yeah, bad move, <laughs> bad choice on the tailor's part. But so the harp that they play, I don't know what it's actually called, but it's those like classic Chinese, like long harp thingies, the string instrument. How many strings? Four. I think it's four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it turns out when he, when you like strum it, it throws out like a blade of wind. So, you know, airbenders. Yeah. But is it and just wind? Cause they show a sword. So they show just, a sword. They show. Is it just moving so quick? I that think it, so. 
Just bend sight. See, what I said was that it's like flying swords. They f- create flying punches. So it's like the Green Lantern, but old timey Chinese. <laughs> Probably a little more spiritual than Green Lantern. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but I found it. What'd Maybe you find? Maybe a Kotamo concert monochord. Monochord sounds like $2,000. Yeah, they expensive. But they huge. sound pretty. Yeah. I love the way they sound. <laughs> I think one of my uncles has one. Oh, fine. Yeah. Ironic because it's my white uncle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool how it works because <laughs> it comes apart. Like you can take this thing off of its stand. It has a stand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like do wild things. Yeah. I was into it. Yeah. And they what was so pretty. What was impressive was the two assassins were like squat sitting, like figure yes. four squatting yeah. while hold, holding that instrument oh, on their legs. Heard already. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's power. It's <laughs> a lot of power. <laughs> but so the tailor's about to die, and then the cook comes out. Or donut. the baker, the donut comes out mm-hmm. to back him up. So more cool kung fu scenes. Yes. Love them. Mm-hmm. And now it's funny because the landlady, like, it, it's like midnight while this is happening. So obviously they're causing a ruckus. So yeah. the landlady's like, will you guys keep it down? Can you stop fighting? She's like, what's happening? <laughs> I can't sleep. Who's doing <laughs> they stop. <laughs> every, they stop every time she pokes her head out. Yeah. I guess, you know, they want to kill each other, but they can't, you know, they're polite and won't kill anybody else. Yeah. But she's like, who's going to pay for the damages? I need somebody to sleep. And and, and then the landlord keeps grabbing her. Like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You guys keep, go, go ahead. Yeah. So that part was funny. <laughs> this was just really, I like, whose idea was this movie? Yeah, right. It was just really well, well done. No, that was my favorite scene, I think, in the whole movie. Because yeah. I like the beginning, like before that, I was like sleepy and yeah. then I, it woke me up. Yeah, this is what got yeah, me like, sure. into it, into yeah. it. Yeah, because like the whole build up, the whole plot set up, like everything's slow, slow build. And then it just like inclines. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Dramatic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is when the story really begins. Yeah. And I started to realize this is what it's about. Now I gotta pay attention. Yeah, I get it. Because this movie is a superhero movie. This movie's an hour and a half, but it feels longer. It does, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just so slow in the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) That just shows like what ADD we have. I yeah, (laughs) probably. If it's not action, I can't pay attention. (laughs) What story? (laughs) Squeeze? (laughs) The musicians, the musicians, I just had a lisp for a second. Remember that I had to go to speech when I was in second grade? Oh. Cheerios. I think about that every time I have a Cheerio. Um, But so the musicians are about to win. And then the landlady screams because she's just tired of all this mess happening. And it's so powerful that it breaks their instruments and they have to they fight with their hands now. And their clothes come off too, right? I think so. Yeah. Everything comes off. Everything. But it turns out that the, that the landlord or the landlady is a, no, the landlord is a secret Kung Fu master and his technique, it seems to be, is that he just sleep fights. He's a rubber body. Yeah. Because he takes punches like, like nothing and he just stands there and takes it, which is why he can handle his wife smacking him all the time. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But then they resort to their biggest power move, which is the landlady who steps in. She has what we call the lion roar. Mm-hmm. And literally screams their clothes off. That yes, is that's, the best. that's that when it happens. The best move ever. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> then the axe guys they retreat real fast because <laughs> now they're like, oh boy, the musicians. Yeah. Because for brother. some reason, yeah, for some reason, brother Sum and his like right hand are watching. Yeah, them they're from watching the car. from. <laughs> and his one dude, the the right hand keeps getting in the way. He keeps getting excited. And brother Sum's like, I can't see, and keeps <laughs> smacking him. <laughs> it's amazing that he didn't just like kill him, you know? Because like I feel like a gang wasp would be like, "You're interrupting me. You're dead." Oh, I'd kick him out of the car, right? So fast, I'd be like, "You need to." Yeah. <laughs> Did someone die in that scene? Yes, all three of the cookie. two of the kung fu masters, yeah. and then one of them is on his way out. Yeah, because that's and this then, next scene. We find out that the landlady had a son. Is that yes. correct? Yeah. It's kind of around this time, yeah. It's actually this time around watching this movie, I was like, I didn't even know one of them was her kid. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you said that. You were like, oh, I didn't realize that. And she was so upset. And I'm like, why is she upset? That's why her roar came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, those mama instincts. <laughs> yeah. My baby. <laughs> so we see it's the next day. The funeral for the two dead Kung Fu masters is happening. And then the last one is like on his deathbed. The townspeople are all mad at the land couple because I call them the land couple when I refer to them both. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're like, you guys could have started fighting earlier and defended us. It would have been five against them instead of three. Like yeah. they're dead because of you guys. Yep. And then that's when um, actually before that, before we get the whole son story, 
the dying Kung Fu master says, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh. So I'm convinced that this is a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. It was made in 2004, which was before all the Marvel stuff started, right? When did the first Iron Man come out? Oh God, I don't know. But is it 2009-ish? It was in the 2000s. Um, I want to say late 2000s. Or maybe when was the first Spider-Man I out? think it was 2006. Hmm, maybe. Because maybe Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was early 2000s. I feel like I want to say 2003 was one of them. I want to say 2002. <laughs> Definitely existed around that time. Um, um, the quick Google. Yeah. It says 2008 film. For Iron Man. Yeah. So Spider-Mans were out before that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Spider-Man movies were before that. And uh, why did I just blank out? I don't know. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're back with uh, Sing and Bone. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pick on somebody with glasses. They're on like some trolley. Mm-hmm. But then the guy with the glasses comes and beats them up because <laughs> they they just, they can't fight. So then Sing, they get off the, the train, the trolley. And then Sing blames Bone for like not backing him up. Yeah. And I'm like, can you, you're the one that started this fight. Can you have some accountability for any of your actions? Mm-hmm. Bone is kind of like, he doesn't want to get involved. He's kind of just in for the ride. Yeah. Sing is just dragging him around. And he, I can't tell, <laughs> I can't tell if I like Bone. Because he's just kind of a bystander. He, they both weren't meant for the gang life. They, and they honestly are not meant to be friends. Because yeah. I think they were both misled. These two are a mess. Yeah. <laughs> they, could both, they could both thrive in different um, industries and not the gang industry. Yeah. But for some reason, they, I don't know, maybe they met once as like teenagers and were like, we're going to stick together. Yeah, probably. Bone just has no one else and Singh yeah. has no one else to Aww. like... To be in Pick charge on. of. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. But then, um, so after they yell at each other, Singh sees the ice cream girl again. So he goes up to her and tries to rob her. So that's mean. He holds a knife up to her. So she gets the lollipop from the flashback. Because there was a lollipop in the flashback. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to That's what the that. boys were kind of fighting her over, I think. Like, oh, yeah. Beating her up about. Yeah. Um, so she brings out the lollipop and she shows it to Singh. And he's like, nope, that's too much emotion for me. So I'm going to throw it on the ground. I can't believe she held on to a lollipop that long. I know. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a rainbow lollipop. Those one of those big huge ones, ones yeah. that like, you get when you're a kid. Have you ever had one? I no. have, I have seen them. I, I've never had one. I got one and I was like, this is too much lollipop. Yeah. Like you see it and you freak yeah. out and you're like, that's amazing. And then you get it and you're like, oh God. It's a yeah. gift. It really is. It's yeah. like one of those treasure gifts that like you can't eat. You just yeah. can't. And I didn't realize that they would last that long. Yeah, they last too long. I guess it is just sugar. <laughs> so as yeah. long as you don't lick it. It doesn't deteriorate in the package? In like 20 years, maybe. All right. Yeah. I mean, but when she gives him the lollipop, it's all like old and like the the wrapper is brown. and Yeah, because it's like been on the floor oh, and stuff. It's just like a it's mess. It's with her. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's like metaphor for a broken heart. Oh, because he breaks it on the ground. Yeah, because that's their connection. He's trying to break their connection. Oh, yeah. Hey, so him. we get the flashback <laughs> from her side. It's just it's kind of the same thing. He gets peed on again. Yeah, and I feel bad for him. And then she tries to give him the lollipop, and, and he then, smacks it away. Yeah, he runs away as as a child. He runs away as the adult. Well, I mean, he got peed on. He, he doesn't want a lollipop. Yeah, he's embarrassed. <laughs> it brings up too much memories. Yeah, yeah. too many bad memories. For him. But this is this is his rock bottom. We're back to the present now. Everybody. Yeah, he's just like sitting on the side of a street, and he's just like he breaks up with with the bone, and he t- <laughs> he gives him some money, kind of the money that he stole from uh, ice cream girl. Mm-hmm. So he gives him that money. He's like, go go some pigs and so you know they break up and now he's just there alone reevaluating his life hero's journey yeah hero's Fall journey grace. <laughs> um so then so sing kind of walks in, i think they're sitting across from the same club so he walks into the club or actually he gets taken in by one of the axe guys mm-hmm. the axe hq the club is the front for their hq yeah their little casino yeah or the casino you're right yeah so uh they induct him into the axe gang mm-hmm. But I feel like that was too easy for him. Okay, so I was thinking this too because I don't think it was like a legitimate like, oh, hey, you're in because we want you in. I think it's just like, we're going to tell you're in because we need your skill. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. That's and basically I didn't, I didn't know what his skill was until he used it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the lock picking was yeah. his skill. Yeah. And I didn't realize that yeah. until they broke into this. Yeah, they go to this. Scene. They send him on a mission. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to break somebody out of a mental asylum. 
And as they're coming up to it, circus music is playing in the back. So I feel like it's definitely a prank. Like they're just pranking him at this point. Yeah, they're just playing him yeah. to just use him so they could get this guy out. And they tell him that he has five minutes to break this guy up. But it's like, <laughs> it's going to take me five minutes to get inside of there. Also, they hand him a map. And yeah. Like, yeah, he it's not a really good map. Yeah. It's not. No. Honestly, I like, would yeah, just find him. I'd be like, what? five minutes and you expect me to follow this? No. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a Incredible. quick one run? One. Quick one through? Quick run through that police, whatever, that prison? I feel like he just kind of like went he didn't in run there. into anybody. No. And there were no cameras. It was too convenient. I mean, it was the 1940s. Yeah. But like, I think they were doing like a riot, like prison distraction thing. Mm-hmm. I think oh. they had that going on. There was a lot of, I remember a red light, I think, at yeah. some point. So there was, there. There, was, um, there was an ode to The Shining in this bit. That's right. That's the red. There's a I lot of red. I knew it. In that. I yeah. was like, wait. What's this? And then you said you've never seen it. I haven't seen The Shining, but I know the elevator scene. Yeah. Becca went right to The Shining. I said, when you sneeze on your period. Uh-huh. Both are true. <laughs> so yep. anyway, so Singh is walking through the, the asylum. Yes. And he comes to like the door that is his door. Yeah. And then a flood of blood comes out. So yeah. that's what we're talking about. That's, that's the shining scene. foreshadowing. But also, when you sneeze on your period, you're right. Yeah, that's it's how not it feels. A fun time. Yeah. That's how it feels. But it turns out that that's just like a vision in his head because he goes up to the door anyway and unlocks it. So can he like see the future too? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, it's a good premonition because like he's basically sent there to break out the top assassin in the world. Yeah. Who is known as the Beast? And I mean, technically, like you break him out, a lot of blood is spilled. Mm-hmm. True. Mm. Good point. And your blood. Yeah. Good point. But then it makes you think like The Shining. I'm going to have to watch this, The Shining again. I was saying <laughs> that when I saw that. I was like, I have to see what character is in there that makes that point so important. Yeah. To bring yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I think it was just like, I, f- I, I just wanted to say that the filmmaker liked the movie. I was like, I'm going to do that scene. Yeah, probably. I've watched so many things that reference that movie, but I've never watched that movie. It's okay. Isn't it weird? We'll have to I've cover seen it. it. Once. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what else is like stupid in the scene? Yes. He goes up to the door and it's got one of those like huge locks on it, like an old, old timey <laughs> lock on it. And he has this, this like skinny little like paperclip sized like piece of metal to unlock it. And it just works. And I'm like, yeah. those locks are heavy. There's no way a little paperclip kind of thing is going <laughs> to just open that. No, yeah. But it he works. He has a skill. And you're right. He has a skill. It's a skill. Magic. So he opens the door, <laughs> then it opens up to the old man reading a newspaper. They get brought back to the Axe Gang HQ. They didn't even clean him up. Nope. He's just sitting around, his tank top, his like flip flops. He looks like the most, <laughs> the least intimidating guy in the world. Chilling, yeah. chilling on a chair just in his room. And then yeah. he looks up and he's like, what? <laughs> he just goes with him. Who's no. looking at me right now? <laughs> he's like, whatever. So then uh, Brother Sum says that he has two people that he wants the, um, what's his nickname? Because I called him the master. Oh, the beast? The beast. Yep. So Brother Brother Sum has two people that he wants the beast to kill. And he's like, uh, I mean, you know, so well. I'll kill them if they're worth it. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. He's like, I don't really want to waste my time. Yeah. He's like, I was just kind of in prison because I couldn't find anyone better to fight. Yeah. Nobody worth it. Yeah. So he's like, I was just hanging out. So then Brother <laughs> Sum has the nerve to ask the beast to prove himself like to show them some of his kung fu moves yeah dude you brought me here yeah exactly i don't have to prove shit to you exactly (laughs) yeah yeah and also like just in in the way of respect like he's old like respect him some yeah show some respect yeah i get him some proper shoes first yeah right (laughs) offer him some tea yeah clothing food he was just in jail for like the longest time yeah really not phased by it at all no totally not he was like it's fine that was dandy So then one of the gangsters comes out to punch him in the face to start a fight. And then the beast, he just takes the gun because he had a gun. He takes a gun and then he goes to shoot himself in the head. But then he catches it between like the bullet. Yeah. He catches between his two fingers. Yeah. And he dents the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. But so, okay. That's amazing. The only thing that was not realistic about that was that his fingers would have burnt. But he's a beast. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He's special. He's like that kind of awesome. Stop the bullet from hitting his skull. Could yeah. crush it, but it didn't affect his fingers. Yeah. His fingers are sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's so strong. So strong. He does a lot of fingertip push-ups. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh my God. Like those handstands ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like on his Wish two, I could do that. His two fingers on each Word. hand. 
<laughs> My fingers aren't that strong yet, though. No, definitely not. Mm. Gotta do some like finger ups. Fingertip push ups are so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Oh, God. <laughs> then the beast, he kind of kicks the guy that was gonna try to fight him like through the wall. So now we like kind of have a, a clear walkway into the casino. Yeah. So now that causes its own chaos and everybody leaves except for the land couple who happen yeah. to be there. Why are they there? Because they came to check out the Axe Gang. They wanted to, like, bring the fight to their territory. Ah. And if you noticed, our land couple is in a different outfit now. Yes. Very cute. They're in tourist outfits. Yep. (laughs) That's why I didn't recognize them. When they started fighting is when I recognized. (laughs) But they were, like, really dressed up. Like, they were going on a date somewhere. To the nines. They were so cute. They were on vacation. Mm -hmm. Flower dress, I think she was wearing. Something like that. There was a print on it. She had her hair done. Mm -hmm. She looked nice. Yeah. But I feel like the Beast, like, sensed their presence there. Probably. Yeah. Because he, like, knew they were there. Yeah. And the three of them know each other. Yeah. He kicked the guy and then, like, happened to be right where they were. And then he walks out and he, like, greets them. Yeah. And they have one of those, like, respectful, like, master moments, which is, like, kind of cute. Mm -hmm. Because, like, oh, my God, I would love to fight you. You want to fight me? I want to fight you. <laughs> they had like one of those moments. And then um, Brother Sum comes out trying to talk trash. He's just exhausting at this point. Yeah, he's annoying. Because he's the other one that like he, he calls all the shots, but he can't do anything himself. He doesn't. So he's talking trash to the land couple. And then they're like, look, we brought a funeral bell for you. <laughs> what BDE? Yeah, really? To be like, hey, I brought your coffin in for you. Come sit, talk with me. Oh, <laughs> the bell was the funeral bell. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> then the landlady asks whose side the, ma- the no, I said the master, but the, um, the beast is on. And he's like, I just either want to kill you or be killed by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't have a side. I just want to fight you guys. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just in for the thrill. Yeah. <laughs> a he's true okay to die. Junkie. He's okay if he dies. Yeah. At least he tried. Yeah. Yeah. So then the landlady says that the good cannot coexist with the bad. You cannot escape your destiny, which was the most Chinese moment of this film. And we have like the destiny chat. So I was like, I finally felt it. And then the beast, he seems super excited to start the fight. Uh, it's kind of, Oh, it's kind of like, you know, it's like he met his heroes almost. Yeah, right. So now they start to fight and now the beast is speed punching the landlord, which is very reminiscent of the Matrix. Yeah. Remember when they were speed fighting? Yeah. And The Matrix was in 1999, which means that that definitely influenced this 2004 movie. (laughs) I'm just saying. This movie definitely parodies like some other ones. Yeah. Just the reach that The Matrix has. Oh, for sure. The best movie alive. (laughs) But the guy's so good. The Beast is so good. He like can't lose. So I'm just like, oh man, everybody's going to die. He's going to, he's going to just walk away. But then the landlady, she breaks off the top of the funeral bell. Which was so smart. So smart. And then she uses it as a megaphone. That's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. For the lion roar. For the lion roar. Which she revs up by like, she like breathes in super hard and her like she like snatches her waist <laughs> yep. and her like tits get huge. Yep. And I was like, I want to do that. You just need yeah. a line roar. Yeah, I guess I need to learn the line roar. Yeah. But the <laughs> first one, the first time it didn't work, right? The first time she tried. It did, but like he wasn't like super affected by it. Wasn't as powerful because she oh. didn't have the, the bell at first. Yeah. But then oh. she uses the bell to amplify her power. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, whoa. And she like just Smart. blows the place up. She's yeah. so intelligent and she yeah. works on all emotion. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> so then after that, the, the beast, he kind of like fake bow to her and is like oh my god you win that was amazing but then he plays dirty and tries to stab her yeah he stabs both of them yeah right in the stomach yeah so then they like then do a submission hold on this yeah. guy both of them trying it's like to a choke him out. deadlock i said yeah <laughs> and then they're all just stuck there they all can't move yeah so then brother sum tells one of his lackeys to like well at first he tells sing to go you know kill them yeah you know hit them with something but sing's like no He's like, do you, do you want me? And then he hits brother someone ahead and he's like, do you want me to kill them or do you want me to hit them with something? Be clear. Yeah. He's like acting. <laughs> he's so annoying. And then brother some starts bleeding. He's like, oh my God, what the heck? <laughs> so then he sticks somebody else on them. And uh, actually, no, no, he doesn't. Cause Sing does it. Yeah. Cause this is what unlocks it. So Sing then goes and he just like boops um, the, the beast on the head. And the beast is like, excuse me? He's like, why did you hit me? Yeah. <laughs> and then he does it again. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. I'm just hitting you. <laughs> it's like just, a cute tap yeah. like with a wood stick or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, bro, are you kidding Definitely me? not as hard as he hit brother something. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so then uh, the beast comes and he just like completely just pummels him into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just 
headshots all the way so that it like he just breaks into the concrete. Yeah. And he's just going at him. Just continues. Yeah. And, and I just, was like, uh. yeah, yeah, it is rough. Mm-hmm. But it takes long enough for him to get beat up for the land couple to get away. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, actually what happens is that the beast, he does like a 360 to see where the land couple went. So in that time it took him to see that. They snatch They come back Sing. and they get Sing. Mm-hmm. So then they run him over to a Buddha. They ask uh, if he has any last requests. So then he draws a lollipop in the ground in his blood. <laughs> and then the landlord's like, I can't understand you, right, Chinese? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So he's calling back the love of his life. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. what really matters. Yeah. So then now we cut to the mute girl fixing the lollipop. And now Bone is like kind of looking at their traffic light hideout. And we see the different, um, the hands that as he was like healing, he was um, he was like kung fu handing, positioning um, into the metal. Yeah. So you just, you kind of just see like, oh, oh, this guy knows kung fu, but he doesn't know he knows kung fu. Mm-hmm. So before all this though, when the land when the land couple leave and bring Sim- Sing with him, Brother Sum has the audacity to go up to the beast and is like, what, you let them escape? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. I would have killed him right there. Yeah, which he does. <laughs> and then takes over the gang. Good. Yes. Whoop, whoop. And is like, we're going to war. <laughs> so now mm-hmm. it's the axe gang. Right? With the beast in charge. That yeah. sounds like... That's unstoppable. Yeah, for reals. <sighs> That's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How to beat. Yeah, right? You don't. <laughs> you just take it. Yeah. So then we go to whatever, we go to Pigsty Alley and Sing is like in a cocoon. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. go to yes. an apothecary. Mm-hmm. Which brings you back, by the way, to the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. If you didn't know that the butterfly was tied into it, it is. Yay. Finally, at the end, you find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is a very, um, did you... I, you'd enjoy this moment because I thought of you when I saw this because he's his whole body is bandaged and she says um, the landlady says that all of his bones and tendons are broken and he looks very uh, <laughs> glass bones yeah. and paper skin <laughs> <laughs> every single night I cry myself to sleep <laughs> I have a heart attack until I fall asleep or something <laughs> what's the line <laughs> I forget it uh. <laughs> but then they, then they're talking about his speedy recovery which a speedy recovery isn't it's impossible unless bum 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 He's like special. He's he's a kung fu master. Yeah, he's the symbolism. Yes, yeah, they they literally say yeah. he's a kung fu master. Yeah, God. <laughs> so now the beast gets to the apothecary because he's followed them because you know now this is it's hurt his pride that they won and they got away. Mm-hmm. So now the beast is there, but there's nothing except the bandages. So now Sing is a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, he's escaped his cocoon and now he's powerful. Yeah, he's he's uh, unlocked his true potential. So he goes to put the land couple down in their apartment because they need to recover as well. Mm-hmm. So then they have a little conversation about who knew the master could unlock or who knew that the beast could unlock his chief flow and unleash his true potential and i'm like who's gonna unlock my chi flow am Honest. i responsible for that yeah really i have to unlock my own potential oh that's rough can someone just like hit all my pressure points please <laughs> <laughs> now the whole axe gang is getting sicked on him oh now what? it kind of is like avatar the last airbender yes okay <laughs> when ang has his chi blocked and then oh. he gets a hit in the back yes during the final battle and like the rock hits him yes. in the back the right way that unlocks his chi flow you remember that post did you send me that post which was um oh, the, the chiropractor <laughs> yeah meet at the chiropractor you remember that last episode of the, the last airbender where <laughs> i want can you do that to me and the chiropractor was like what yeah <laughs> so um yeah, so now the X gang is back, and it's like the entire X gang against Sing, and he's just handling them. Yeah, and it looks like at this moment that you so remember how I was saying that each kung fu master has their own like special power. Mm-hmm. So Sing's special power is just stomping on people's feet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and flattening them. Flattening he turns them, them yeah. into little like duck feet. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so I mean, it might sound lame, but it works. It works. It I does mean. the job. <laughs> So then the land couple, they open their window to see, because they say, this is when they talk about Becca, that that um, they used to have a son, and then oh, yeah. when he died, but if he didn't die, he would be Sing's age. So is Sing the son, or is it just a coinkydink? I think it's a coinkydink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. Didn't they have two two children? I and thought, one I died during one. the fight. I think they just mm, had one. I think they had one. I'm okay. not positive. We'll have to watch again. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'll have, to, I'll have to look too. it up and be like, oh, yep, there it so is. So now 
we're back to the fight, the really cool, more cool kung fu scenes. Mm-hmm. Which is where my favorite scene of him flying to the moon will come yeah. <laughs> But first, there, he's beating everybody up and it's making like pinball machine noises, which is amazing. <laughs> so funny. And then he makes his way over to the beast and just absolutely kicks his ass. Yeah. Just they're doing, they're speed punching again. And the beast is like, I can stop bullets. But then Singh is like, I can step on feet. <laughs> and he steps on his foot. <laughs> so now I think, I think this is kind of when he does his jump up to the sky thing because the beast is like shape shifting into a frog. And I don't like this. At all. Uh, I did not like it. I was like, so eh. that was a Ew. lot to do with like, that reminded me of um, Naruto. In when he some summons sense. a frog? Yes. <laughs> because. That part of Naruto. Not, it was like the first season, right in the center of the first season, where this frog, I don't even know, it's just like a frog is summoned and he's like a master of something. Yeah, no, it's not. It's in uh, Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> You're nerd. <laughs> he's a crazy guy. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, so I guess he's the beast because he knows toad style. So Which therefore, very dangerous. It's gross too. Yeah, I don't ah, like it. Gross. His like ma- his face inflates, and I was like, yeah, I don't like it. And oh, they zoom yeah. in, so yeah. it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. But like <laughs> cool effects, I guess. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Every time his face inflated, Sophie would go Bleh! like every time. <laughs> <laughs> now is when Sing gets thrown up into the stratosphere <laughs> and then one of the clouds shapes shifts into one of the gods a yes. Buddha yes. to it yeah then he comes flying back down like a comet and he the has hand. his hand out the hand and the land couple identifies it as the Buddha palm Buddha palm mm. so it wasn't even a fake manual he got when he was a kid unless like he, um, it was it was futuristic it was him giving him the oh. sense of what's going to happen <laughs> in his <Ha>! future <laughs> um i mean I don't know, because it could have been he already had that power, and it just having that manual kind of gave John him an idea of what to do. Was Maybe. it the tailor who gave him that manual? Who no, it was a hobo. Artist, yeah. Some random guy. Yeah. Some hobo. I wonder if that was more, if he was more. Yeah. Mm, he could have been. A mentor. The all-knowing, yeah. <laughs> the mentor of the hero's journey. But now, now um, Singh's new superpower, not just stepping on feet, it's no. also just airbending fists at people. Yes. Or just palms at people. Because yeah. palm, Buddha palm. Uh, so he smacks the, the beast into the ground, and then there's a whole shape of a hand in the ground. <laughs> and <laughs> Which, the, the whole like, city and the, the whole, whole like, village. The entire square. So like, think about those repairs. Yeah. No, I That's saved the right. city. Not yeah. Or not at all. Like, maybe make a pool out of it. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, be fun. But then they keep fighting, so he does another Buddha palm. And totally destroys a building. Destroys half through, of the building. So also, how does that rebuild? It was. Yeah, I hope there was no one in those apartments. <laughs> I hope Honestly, those were vacant. Yeah, because <laughs> those people are dead. And now <laughs> and homeless. The beast is trying to use his same fake surrender move again. But like we've seen that already. We know what happens. Yep. Yeah. So he tries to you know fake stab him again. And uh, he stops him. So then the beast is like, what? How did you do that? And then Sing is like, if you want, I can show you. And then he starts crying. And I'm like, remember how Michelle Obama said that when they go low, we go high? (laughs) Sing really went high. Yes. (laughs) To like like the moon. Yeah. (laughs) Into all the spheres. And now they're friends. Yeah, now they're friends. And he's, you know, leading him onto the right path again. Love that. So it's like they fought, but now he's realizing that he can't beat him and they don't want to die. Yeah. The beast is like, I really don't want to die if you're going to be my master. Yeah. (laughs) Good for him having a good, good moral compass. (laughs) And now we cut back to the mute girl with the ice cream. She's walking her cart down the street and she sees a big old um, storefront sign that has lollipops all over it. Ah. So I'm like, oh, what's that? And then you see uh, Bone walks into the, the doorway and it's like, is this Bone's shop? <laughs> he did something with his money. Mm-hmm. And then Sing pops his head out because it's his shop. It's like, ah, cute. Turning his life around. Yeah. They're Bo- business owners now. Almost dying really changes you. It, it do. <laughs> so, so now <laughs> is he going to be that guy that hands out the pamphlets as well? 
No, because they show that guy and it's just yeah. the same hobo again. Uh, and just if, to if another he does little it, kid. At least he'll be a little okay. more genuine about it. Yeah, right? He's not going to be like $10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50 cents, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but then the camera does this one like circle dolly around because um, Sing and the mute girl come to like face each other. And they're just staring at each other. Yeah. It's I supposed think, to be romantic, but I feel a, like it's awkward. Yeah, we do a K drama like camera spin around them so mm-hmm. that as, as the camera goes behind each of them, it reveals mm-hmm. each of them as a child. So then that was cute. And then we cut back to the same old homeless guy who goes up to another little boy and says, hey, you want some books? And this kid is a mess. He's a mess. He's got boogers all over his face. <laughs> oh, like you know. <laughs> You know he's going to fall for a scam. Absolutely. He doesn't even have a tissue. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even take care of himself. Yeah. Where's his parent? Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Can't take care of himself. And that's right the end now. of the movie. I love this movie. It's rough in these streets in 1930s Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> what a fun movie. It is a fun movie. There I was liked like, it a lot. I did enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. There was actual character development. There was story. There was action. It had everything. Oh, for Comedy. sure. A lot of color. <laughs> yeah. Lots and lots of color. And meaning to those. So Yeah. <laughs> I think this movie would be a really good, um, like, student movie to watch. Like, whether you're in, like, I don't know if it would be, like, a production one movie or a class or, like, a screenwriting class. But I feel like there's just, like, every character has, like, a clear want. Mm-hmm. And that's um, what they stress all the time in, like, in screenwriting mm-hmm. and stuff. I mentioned it to Sophie because yeah. we did it in high school, remember? During that International Week movie. Oh, did we? Remember when we went Maybe to the auditorium? For, oh. for like, it was like Spanish and French class. That should yeah. be a movie for that because yeah. it was like, we it was requir- required for us to yeah. watch three of them. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. International mm-hmm. Week was fun. Yeah. I liked when everyone brought food. Yeah, that was yeah. the funnest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's always a fan favorite. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just, I like this movie. This was a really good movie. Definitely good birthday pick. Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks for letting me pick it. Thanks for letting me be here for your birthday. Thanks for being here for my birthday. Hey, guys, there's a fun story with me and Becca in our relationship. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And for the past, like, five or six years, well, since we graduated high school, graduated in 2011, both went away to different colleges. And since then, we'd only seen each other, like, once a year. Yep. And, like, that was (laughs) a joke that we couldn't be in the same space or, like, the the times would fold. (laughs) Yeah. But now Becca's back. And now I've seen her, I don't know, like close to 20 times this year. It's amazing. <laughs> it's I'm wild. so happy to be back. <laughs> Yay. Because we used to joke. So like even last year, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if we've told you about this, but like last year, Sophie and I would joke like, oh, Becca's coming home this weekend, but like I would be going away just because that's how it just yeah. always worked out. But I was like, no, Becca's home. I can't see her. Yeah. <laughs> I already saw her for New Year's. I can't. I've seen it. <laughs> Once a year was enough. Yeah. Uh, and then every time we'd say goodbye, we have to hug because we don't know when the next yeah. time would be. <laughs> The universe doesn't want you two together. Yeah. But now our friendship is back. Yay. Amen. Happy 2019 to both of us. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of this episode. The end. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys watch Kung Fu Hustle if you haven't seen it already. Um, you should. Yeah. What are you doing? I'll watch Just it with you. In. Yeah. I seriously need to watch that again. Yeah, we will. <laughs> right after this, we're gonna put it back on. Yeah, I am. <laughs> So anyway, next week we're back to Game of Thrones and, and that, that whole fun uh, jazz until Sophie's birthday. Well, no, November. in October. We're oh, that's doing right. We're doing spooky movies. things. Movies. Some spooky. I don't know if I can handle all scary. We're doing we'll scary movies. We'll, oh. we'll handle it somehow. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I guess the schedule for the next forever is going to be like Game of Thrones and other things. Yeah. Perfect. So, you know, we'll take a long time to finish Game of Thrones. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and then you can follow us on social medias. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Chowdy Media. Yay. Becky, you ready to sign off with us? I'm ready. All right. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Bye.